Welcome to Voting Leafs Tea Podcast, John. Uh, thank you. Uh, you might have noticed that I'm not showing. I am noticing right now. It's a surprise. And do you, do you know why that is? I have no idea. Not yet. It's because we're going to drink my own charcoal roasted oh, teas. Oh, that is great. All yeah. right. And I want to do something kind of educational today. Okay. Uh, I have raw tea that hasn't mm. been roasted, the exact same harvest and everything, and then the roasted one that tastes good. And I awesome. actually have the roasted one that didn't work okay. from like months ago, back when I was practicing, if you want to taste that too. Yeah, I but, do, uh, I do. I think we'll actually start with the with finished product okay. to give you an idea okay. of like just... Because mm-hmm. tea roasting uh, is not... To add a roasted flavor, mm-hmm. it's to pull out the nature of the tea. It's like finishing the tea. Mm. Roasting sometimes seems like a bad word to use. Yeah. Um, it's like curing or finishing. Mm. So I'm going to show you the finished product, what my, at least what my my understanding of how to finish it is, and then we can taste what it tasted like coming out of the tea factory. Sweet. Yeah? That's a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah, I like what you said about roasting being misleading because I feel like I've tasted some of your guys' teas before that are roasted, but you just but it's not like a roasty taste. Yeah, traditionally so like, oh, speaking, like, yeah. tea roasting is necessary for all oolong production. Hmm. It wasn't until they had uh, electricity to push out a lot more of the moisture before putting in vacuum sealed bags that it was even possible to have hmm. raw tea or like green oolong cool come to market yeah anyway i'm gonna yeah. do this one this one is nice. actually uh red water oolong hong shui oolong okay yeah from dongding this is the one that you this is your final product yeah and is this the one that you brought to the portland tea festival yes cool and well it's actually a different crop so the one that we okay. brought to the portland tea festival completely sold out I know, I heard which that. Which is great. <laughs> That's great. Although it's, I didn't get any, so. Yeah. That's too bad. It is too bad. It's a win, win lose. But this one's also good. The thing is with charcoal fires, cool. it's always different. Nice. So yeah. this one's a little bit different, but it's also good. Yeah, I've been drinking. Well, not this last round, but before this last round, I've been drinking the house oolong at work. Oh, nice. Which is nice. And I think the previous one you had roasted, but I can't remember. Have you guys done away with the clay kettle? Uh, the electricity sound was too loud. Ah, uh, yeah. And then I fixed it by getting an alcohol burner, mm-hmm. and then I left the alcohol burner in my roasting hut. Oh, darn. So. <laughs> All right. Mmm. <sighs> yeah. Smells nice. Excited to drink some tea. Yeah, me too. We haven't had very much today, actually. I haven't either. I kind of had to get up and get out the door, so I just had a few cups and then I had to go. I don't think I've seen you since I got back, have I? Mm-mm. It's been quite a from, while. Yeah. I was out there for almost three weeks. Out where? My roasting. Doing the roasting? Hut. Yeah. Woo. Hot. It's hot. Mmm, <laughs> Wow. When did, you, when did you roast this batch? How long this ago? This one, I think, was actually in uh, the very, very end of June. Or maybe July 1st, okay. somewhere around there. So is this your most recent? Yeah, I roasted one more time after this. Oh, and you said this is a hong shui. Mm-hmm. Cool, okay. Nice. It's got that hong shui smell to it. Mm-hmm. And the color? Yeah, the color, too. 
Mm, it's got a nice sweetness mm. in the smell. Yeah, with this one, with a Hongshui tea, you don't want to roast it until it's completely black because you want to feature the taste of the tea. Mm. Cool. It's got a nice taste, actually, just for the starters. Yeah, I worked with this tea mm. for a long time, uh, and I kind of had a moment of being able to see the um, mm. the nature of the tea inside of the raw tea. Mm. Before I was, I was like really, I was just kind of like started. I've watched my teacher do it, but there's not like a, it's like, it's like walking into a really unknown place and just keep failing until something kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. And, uh, what I like about this mm. one is not that it's perfect. Um, but that the nature of the tea comes through the fire. Mm. Yeah. I can feel that <clears throat> it feels like very clear already. Yeah. Clear, clear is what I'm looking mm. for. Is that it is that it's not like, overburdened by the fire or it's not still mm -hmm. has some dusty stuff from or some uh, kind of random flavors from when it came out of the factory yeah. yeah and it lingers in the mouth for a nice long time and also the, yeah this one's a dongding tea so it's got mm. it's got a lot of um, oomph yeah 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 <laughs> cool so it's a dongding base Okay, it's Dongding base, and then yeah, this garden. So it's produces, like the style of roasting is what turns it into like the Hongshui style. This garden produces regular Dongding oolong during the rest of the year, mm -hmm. uh, like for the big harvest. But during the summer, they make red tea. I well, see. Red I oolong. See. Okay. Hongshui oolong. I see. Cool. So it's from Dongding, but it's a different uh, different way of processing it. Okay. Interesting. So would red tea is that like what people call black tea? Like, is that kind of interchangeable? Yeah, but this okay. is a red water oolong. Mm, okay. It's like a red oolong. It's like a, it's like kind of like black tea. Yeah. They ferment it as much as black tea, uh -huh. but they use oolong processing techniques. Gotcha. Yeah. Blurring the lines. Yes. But that's how it's able to pull out that kind of like that fruity sweetness and mm -hmm. that kind yeah. of chocolatey flavor. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's what it is, chocolate, yeah. And the name that I gave this tea... Because when you roast your own teas, you kind of have to name them. Yeah, and you don't want to call just it like the, Noah, the Noah special. Yeah, Noah. <laughs> I thought about calling it something like that. I like floating leaves special. Floating Noah. <laughs> uh, this one, I called it Heartwood. Heartwood? Yeah. That's nice. Heartwood Hongshui. That's a nice name for it. Mm. It's feeling a little deeper this time. And what's, what's really fascinating about charcoal roasting... You can actually smell not just how much the tea has been cooked, that kind of mm. roast, that kind of fire smell. You can actually smell the shape of the fire in the tea. Cool. Because the fire has a vibration and the tea has a vibration and you have to fit them together. That's like the, hmm. the goal is to get them so they're kind of interacting together in a nice way. Mm -hmm. When you smell the top of the broth, you may be able to notice the, uh, what the fire felt like on that day at that time. That's cool. Yeah, it just feels like clear is the is the word that I'm still coming back to. It's like even the scent is feeling very clear. Mm. 
I don't know how else to describe it. <laughs> That's great. Hmm. And it feels comfortable. It's going in the body. deeper. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one is spreading really, really nicely. So are you just alone for three for those three weeks? Actually, totally with my alone? grandparents. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. That's nice. <clears throat> I'm sure they were happy to see you. Happy and helpful. Awesome. Actually, my grandpa helped me modify my roasting pit. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Wow. Yeah. So, doing this whole thing is like, not only is it, it's it, uh, you know, a new skill to learn. I'm also trying to figure out how to do something that's done in Taiwan and in southeastern China mm-hmm. here. Right. So I have to find like the like what kind of materials and what kind of uh, design I want to use and that kind of stuff. You can't just go to the tea roasting store and buy yeah. stuff. <laughs> tea roasting store. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I run into all kinds of issues because I thought if I just make a pit that I can fit my charcoal in, that's enough. But there's actually mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. Mm. Yeah. And you can't, like, get the same stuff that they have in Taiwan, right? Because you can't, yeah, there's no, like, you can't ship it all out here. You've got to f- work with, like, the local... Yeah, so I, I went and got two wine barrels, hmm. stainless steel wine barrels, and I went down to our local Ballard sheet metal shop cool. and had them cut them, weld them together. Uh, I put insulation inside. Wow. And then I realized that... Uh, um, with the design the way it was, it was kind of like forcing too much heat upwards and kind of hmm. burning the outside of the tea. Oh, wow. So I had to modify the structure of the pit again with my grandpa by hmm. drilling holes in the side. So you noticed that the that it was burning the tea. Was that by when you drank it after, or was it in the moment where you were able to see, like, oh, this is burning well, it? Well, there were times when I would just walk in and there, the roasting room was full of smoke. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't, they, um, don't some people smoke their tea? Yeah. <laughs> Um, and actually, I think you can you can roast tea that way. Mm-hmm. Um, some of those really dark roasted teas, I think they've smoked. Smoke they've out the room. To the point of they roast to the point of smoking. But mm. but uh, that's not what I'm going for. Yeah. Two, um, even when it was seemed like it was working, I would taste it, and there was kind of like a like an ashy taste. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Some people might be into that ashy taste. If it's done well. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna hit this one so you can see the raw tea. This is the raw one. I've always loved that guy one. It's very pretty. Yeah, this one. This is made locally. I. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's great. You guys have had this for a really long time. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it reminds me of like a high mountain or something. And would that just be because those are processed less? It's it's raw. Yeah. It's they call it mao cha. In mm. Chinese. Mm, it smells nice. <laughs> but way different. Super different. It kind of does actually smell. I was like, John, is not smell like I'm on new one? But I can't see what you're talking about. Can't you see what I'm talking about? Yeah, you're not, you're not crazy. <laughs> Let me try it again. Let me hit it one more time to make sure I'm not. It's got a little bit of that. I can see how it's kind it's like of... A green, there's a green taste in yeah, there. There's yeah, a, there's a, some kind of vegetalness about it. There's other plants besides tea inside. Oh, too. fun. <laughs> Who, how does that come out? Do you have to get that out when you're putting Just it on? pull it out, yeah. <laughs> when it's in the roasting, <laughs> yeah. roasting room. What I've learned through um, drinking tea with people in Taiwan and talking about like tea roasting and tea making and tea finishing is they talk about flavor much differently than we do. Mm. There's not just like an amalgamation of flavors 
of 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 fragrances and that's just that's just what it is like a, a tea maker has a job to do so there's a there's a different kind of separation um of kinds of flavors you might call it mm. but they say one is uh like a green st- stink like a stinky green odor like a green odor okay like the odor of you ever like you have uh when i was a kid i used to put things in my mouth <laughs> and okay. i would put I dandelions i'd take put about dandelions because dandelions look so yummy mm-hmm. and that that white stuff that comes out of there yeah. is really bitter and gross um it's very green tasting oops i usually don't talk yeah i know that sometime. i know that <laughs> um They're saying it tastes like if you were to eat a dandelion. Well, just any any raw plant has has some. Some mm-hmm. raw plants have more, mm-hmm. and that one has a really obvious uh, way of expressing itself. Mm. But high mountain oolong is is made with the intention of being drunk right away a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. This one has some of that green stink, but more of it, and you, you'll you'll taste it when, when okay. you drink it. Oh wow, yeah, it's dramatically different. I, I can actually completely tell what you're talking about just from the smell. It's like it's very like grassy. Yeah, exactly, grassy. And, yeah, yeah, like kind of like fresh grass clippings mm-hmm. when you mow the lawn. And there's something it does have a lot of that. Yeah, there's something kind of like um, almost grabby about it. Hmm. Like uh, when you smell it, it kind of makes your stomach feel a little bit like I'm not sure if I should be. <laughs> You know? Don't say that before I'm drinking it. <laughs> I see what you mean, though, for sure. I see what you mean, and I also kind of can see a little bit, like, um, how you got already from from this to what to the kind of the final product. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm seeing maybe what you were hoping to like finish. There's like a there's it. like a there's like a base. It's like an ugly duckling, but mm. there's like a there's like a base in there mm-hmm. yeah it's it's very like um like, like it's uh, all over the place right it's all over the place yeah. yeah like it's really dramatic the difference between how that the, the final product was so like it felt so clear to me um uh and this one kind of feels like it's like yeah like it's a it feels like a lawn a mowed lawn <laughs> or a lawn in the process of being mowed mm. you know yeah <laughs> And if you go back to some of the techniques you're working with showing on, mm. when you smell the tea broth, do you notice the, that any kind of textures or, or does any sensation come up? Mm-mm. And even on the, even when I drink it, like it's just, it's not showing up uh, the same in the mouth mm. um, and not really You don't you notice this yeah. much at all. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is with, uh, well, let me go back. What I notice when I smell it, mm. um, and what it took me quite a while of practicing to get to, was there's something um, mm. that I like about this tea. Yeah. There's something. Uh, there's something honest about this tea, mm. um, and it has a personality. It has something special about it. Mm-hmm. When you smell it, there's like a part of it that can that can go into the body but because it's so it's still kind of unkempt there's also parts of it that stop 
So mm-hmm. you've had that experience with Schoen where there's teas that, the teas that like, they have a lot of fragrance, but those fragrances stop here. Yeah, yeah. And there's also teas that have more focus and the fragrance can go further into the body. Mm-hmm. This tea kind of, uh, raw tea kind of has both. Yeah. It's like, it stops. And there's some like, to me it's like a, it's mm. like the smell of a raw banana. That kind of like uh, acridity of a raw banana. Really raw, green mm. banana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it kind mm. of stops itself from going further. Mm-hmm. But there's also something quite beautiful that can go that can go further. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. It's like a kernel of what the it's final like product is. The, the like center getting... of the tea. Right, right, right. Cool. So, uh, Hmm. For me, the concept of what a roaster does, it took me a long time to understand. It's not like, it's not like you are just adding one layer of flavor. Right, you're not you like know? adding a charcoal taste to it. No, yeah. and when people hear the word charcoal roasted tea, they think that it means charcoal. The tea is like charcoal. Right. The tea yeah, has been yeah. roasted to the point that it's like black, like charcoal. Mm-hmm. Because there are there are charcoal roasted teas that they do really dark like that. Yeah. Um, but the job is the job of the roaster is really to find that kernel of beauty, and mm-hmm. and amplify it, and in the process, let it drop. The baggage that it doesn't need anymore. Mm. Yeah, I like that because it, yeah, it felt like there was stuff stuff that was like, almost distracting, distracting the. Wow, that's really, strong really the green. That feels like the green stink that you're talking about. That yeah. smell, particularly. Yeah. So I'm not gonna wow. drink that anymore. I've drank that many times. I enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't think I've ever drank just like the raw tea before. So yeah, that was super usually interesting. You wouldn't. Like I was, yeah. I was talking to someone, um, another tea professional, and she goes and buys tea. But she doesn't buy raw tea. She buys finished mm-hmm. tea. So even back when the tea was not working for me very well, it was still cooked, but it just wasn't like... Um, I hadn't found the center of the tea, so it was kind of like lopsided. Mm. Um, she said that I would, if I was at a tea table and I was choosing teas, I would choose that one over the raw one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is to say that if you're not... A, if you're not... If you don't have the intention of roasting tea then you wouldn't taste raw teas in the first place. Right. Or if you did, right. you'd be like, that's not very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it, was, it was definitely unfocused, but interesting. And I'm so used to, obviously, drinking the final product. That yeah. it's, it's quite different. It's kind of fun. It is fun, yeah. It's fun to see, to just see, like, where it starts and where it ends. And just how much you can... Because I think even, you know for me as someone who's drank a lot of charcoal roasted teas from here like without getting this chance to drink it an unprocessed tea even i don't quite understand what what a charcoal roast does Mm. um so this is that's why this is cool to kind of see how it shapes it this is then now we're back to the final product yeah Can I smell the top of the yeah, yeah. of that? Oh yeah, pretty fiery it's, though too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. because it's a recent mm-hmm. roast, but it's just so different. Yeah, it's really it's different. So different. Yeah, because it's a recent roast, a lot of the the 
this is why it's important to leave the lid slightly askew like we talked about before in tea brewing uh, yeah. is you can roast a tea to the point where it's working like you've found the you've found how to set up the tea <clears throat> but if it's very recent there's still going to be off tastes in the mm. form of fiery taste mm-hmm. and there's ways to let them leave the gaiwan and there's w- yeah. ways to let them uh, get stuck inside mm. and you don't want that to be stuck on the inside you don't want it to be stuck it. on the inside yeah because it, it it's a different form of off flavor oh, it's yeah. a form of off flavor yeah. that's very volatile it'll go away you don't have to mm-hmm. worry about it too much and so you expect that this will continue to change the further you go out from the initial roast yeah right? like when you first taste a tea right off the roaster it doesn't taste like very much at all. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of got that roasted. Well, it's you know, not, not like, even that it's got a roasted taste or not a roasted taste. Because some teas you don't roast them to the point where they mm. taste roasted at all. Um, it's like it's become kind of empty on the mm. fire. Yeah. And then it kind of slowly comes back in again. Cool. Yeah. Which is kind of nerve wracking. The first time that it happens, it's like the first yeah. the first one that I did that I was like eventually liked it i look i had a panic attack i was like you worried you ruined it yeah i was like this doesn't taste like anything anymore (laughs) and now compared to the the one that we just tasted the yeah it's just like the shape is it's it's giving me like a shape Mm. you know like a clear shape and it's just like deeper in a way or like warmer And there's no green stink. <laughs> there's no green stink. <laughs> and another thing is, <clears throat> it's a lot like brewing tea. You don't make a decision to change something and then it changes, right? You're not like, hey, I want it to be more puffy in the chest or something like that. The tea naturally has that. Mm-hmm. It was... Uh, so I've been doing it for eight, about eight months now. I've roasted five or six times, and each time is about ten days of just intensive practicing. Um, at the beginning, I thought I just need to, I didn't need to. I, I see this thing, and I want to get rid of the bad flavors and and enhance the good flavors, and that's you know, mm-hmm. this is my job, and I'm going to do it. You know, mm-hmm. it was very humbling to realize that that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. It's like. Uh, more than anything like you get out of the way of the tea like my job is to is to make everything comfortable and then get out of the way so it can kind of evolve naturally on its own Mm -hmm. cool and you feel do you feel like that's like that mimics like the tea brewing process yeah that's that's kind of what i'm saying is mm, that with uh with tea brewing it's not like oh this doesn't taste good let me see if i can do this differently so that it tastes better Mm -hmm. in this aspect like you don't identify one thing that's wrong with it Mm -hmm. and then do something that you know, you know what I mean? I know what you mean, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> you offer uh, space. Mm-hmm. Like, your job is to offer space to the tea so that it can open up on its own. Yeah. Cool. Mm. That was really nice. What I like about this one in particular, this tea, is that it's very grounding mm-hmm. and and uh, comforting. It kind of feels like... Have you ever seen those um, illustrations? It's like a tree, and you see a cross-section of the earth underneath the tree, 
and there's like a rabbit hole mm-hmm. or like a mole yeah, hole, yeah, yeah and then they're like doing something inside mm-hmm. you know you can see their kind of their home yeah it kind of feels like that to me it's not mm-hmm. like a super it's like a very earthy tea it's yeah, not super yeah, yeah. Co- overly complex yeah but it's very clean mm-hmm. and comforting in that way yeah yeah i feel that it's cool nice <laughs> that's what i call the heartwood yeah heartwood yeah, yeah. heartwood yeah I can feel you, your um, spirit in it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm sure I can, but <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Do you have any questions about charcoal roasting? <laughs> I have millions of questions. You can ask. I mean, I think that Sean and I are going to do a more in, uh, another episode, but she'll have different questions mm-hmm. or have different things to talk about. Yeah. So if you have questions... I can answer them, or if yeah. you don't, we can just cut it. No, I, I, well, I at least want to know, like, how, um, like, maybe I missed it and you already said it, but, um, like, how long does it take to do want to roast one batch, and how much of your time is spent monitoring it during that roast? Does that make sense? Yeah, so I usually set a timer and I go back to it, depending on mm-hmm. what the fire feels like. If I'm not very certain, then I'll go back more often, like every 15 minutes. Every 15 minutes. But if it feels really good, then I'll wait... 30 minutes 45 minutes mm-hmm. before i go check on it and how many like how long is the process so this this it depends on the tea mm. uh like i've roasted this tea a couple of well, i've roasted it many times and a couple of those times it felt like it was clean tasting but the body of the tea hadn't been called out yet mm. this tea needs to have a very rich full body mm-hmm. because it doesn't have a lot of those very beautiful high notes like other teas do yeah because it's, it's a dongding tea right, right and that's why a lot of dongding is is a fairly substantial roast not necessarily has mm-hmm. to be dark but <clears throat> yeah um so i've taken it off too soon when i felt like it was clean um but it needed to go for an extra amount of time to let it become more mm-hmm. uh rich are we talking about like days? No, or no, like no. Hours? So one, one tea is like an, in, in, in oh, a form okay. of hours. Okay. You can roast teas for more than 24 hours, but mm. most of the teas that, that I'm doing right now, and the way that I learned from my teacher is to roast for a shorter amount of time mm-hmm. and then wait and then put it back on the fire right. again. Because if you go over, then you're probably screwed. But if you're under, you can keep like, you know, keep adding. There's roast. that. And there's also um, a tea will get tired if it's on the roaster for too long. Hmm. A tea is like a an elastic band, and if you keep stretching it and stretching it and stretching it and stretching it, it'll eventually wear out. Hmm. It'll get too tired and it won't work anymore. But if you slowly start adding energy into it and then let it rest, then it can kind of come back into itself. Mm-hmm. And then you add a little bit more, and it can come back into itself. It's a more it ends up being a more relaxed tea. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it can be they can be kind of dry feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, how long does it take after, because, right, like you mentioned that, you know, once, right when you take it off the roaster, it loses, it's a lot of, like, it immediately loses a lot of stuff. How long does it take for that to come back it's enough like it's so bound that you up. can, right, right. So we've talked about bound up yeah, teams yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, and I, I've experienced that before with you guys. So, like, how long does it take to, like, have it unbound enough that you can tell whether it needs more or whether it's good? So that's my uh, difficult job. Mm. You know, that's what I'm practicing to be able to to do. 
which is why I was like so afraid that one time mm-hmm. when I took it off that it felt right to me, but when I brewed it, it didn't taste like anything. Mm. Um, but there's there's if you if you're really clear when you're looking, there's uh, an overall feeling of being uh, focused, even though a lot of the kind of the meat is not showing, mm. the the bones are showing. Cool. Like the structure is showing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like you know how we tasted, we smelled the tea, the the cup, the fragrance cup. Mm-hmm. And I said that there's there's like the fragrance itself, but then there's also the the tea energy, the chachi that carries the fragrance. Mm-hmm. If you can see that clearly, it doesn't. It's not super immediately important that you know what the flavors taste mm. like. Okay. But it's always a you know it's I'm not like a tea god or something. So I'll mm-hmm. I'll take it back and it's like okay I need to I need to check on this one later. Yeah. Make a note. You know, this one worked out really well and I and I I can tell right now that it tastes good. Check it is good. Put a star mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. You know, but sometimes you know you just keep going back and tasting and 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 uh which is really the job of a tea shop right is to know what's happening with all of your teas mm-hmm. then we start adding firing into it you have to know did it work do you need to put it back on yeah. you know that kind of thing or like when can i share this with others so that it shows what yeah. it can be yeah like i was with my teacher and he's like oh bring down that tea from blah 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 and he tasted it, and he said, oh, this is great. The, there was a weird flavor in there that I was waiting for it to go away, and now cool. it's gone. Yeah, so nice. it's just like a it's a continual process of, of mm-hmm. being aware and taking care of the teas carefully. And you guys do, isn't it right that sometimes you guys hold teas that have just been roasted? Yeah. Just hold them and don't sell them or, or share them just because you want them to, like, you know, get get a little bit of that like unbound yeah you know. yeah totally yeah. want them to be a little bit more unbound before people experience mm-hmm. them because if you don't have experience and you taste a tea like that and you're like this just doesn't taste like anything yeah it's yeah. not it does it's not a good look yeah that's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> true <laughs> yeah we want people to be happy all right thank you i still want to see what the setup looks like because i've heard i've heard seen a lot of heard a lot of your descriptions of it but i haven't i still can't quite imagine like what it looks like I'll show you pictures we'll have pictures on our website too okay cool I made a for the Portland Tea Festival I made like a what is it called a sandwich board not a sandwich board oh like board. a science project science project board, board yeah. That's awesome. yeah and I put if all you, my pictures if this was for a science project you would definitely get an A <laughs> <laughs> not for my board though I'm not very good at that kind of visual stuff well that's the content is what's, is what's more important you know <laughs> that's what my teachers always told me <laughs> when they wanted me to stop crying <laughs> I was never good at the science project, for sure. Hmm. I see what you mean about the, like the way it pushes, the way it pushes up more than, the the raw one, pushes up into the nostrils. It doesn't have as much of that, spreading out to the side yeah, and kind like, of clingy feeling. Yeah. <clears throat> that's my hand gesture for the for the raw one. <laughs> it's like the whiskers. Yeah, because like this would be too like nice mm. and this is i'm trying to describe it's yeah, more it's like, like kind of like yeah in chinese they use the word da <laughs> mm. kind of like random and messy i think i could describe this one as as more like that because it does have a spread it's got a it's got a movement to it mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but the movement is less like I was feeling when I was drinking the other one, like like I had the the image of and probably planted smilingly because you said it, but I was imagining like you know a, like an image of grass being mowed and like you know how all the like oh there's like <clears> the messy blades things are just are going flying all over the yeah, place yeah, yeah like that's when you're kind shaving, of what I was feeling it <laughs> there's hair going everywhere less less for me than for you <laughs> on that one. <laughs> Yeah, and another way to answer your question of when do you know when it's ready or, or how do you know um, if it worked, um, another thing that we talked about in a previous session, when you go into have a, a communication with tea because it's a, it's a plant, it can't speak in words, um, you can only rely on your experience, you can't rely on whatever meaning is going around in your head. Mm -hmm. So the tea's not going to say something like, I'm ready. You you have to be able to, you have to be able to listen to it carefully. But when you, when you walk into the room with tea, it's like black. The only, the, like your only light is, is, is here and here. Mm. And that was a really big realization for me in the roasting room is it's so new, you know, and my teacher is all the way across the ocean, mm-hmm. and I'm using different materials. There's this feeling of like um, kind of being unbased, like un un unrooted. Yeah. And uh, when I realized that I can I can rely on here, like there's a really solid foundation that I can rely on here. It was a big um, I wouldn't say a relief, but it was like a, it gave me a direction. Mm. And brewing tea and drinking tea is the same yeah is it might be like am i doing this right like i i i read a comment on the episode where you brewed tea um and this young woman said uh when i brew tea for people i feel really anxious that it's not gonna work Mm, yeah um just like john yeah exactly like i I felt i felt that too Mm -hmm. um this kind of anxiety that, like, I hope this is correct. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and when you're dealing with mass quantities of tea, like, there's extra pressure. There's a lot of pressure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you can come back to here, even if it, if it didn't work, if you can come back to here, you at least know, you know what's happening. Mm. Mm-hmm. But if you have this thing going back in the back of your head... Hey, this didn't work. Hey, this didn't work. You're really yeah. bad at brewing, or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. You know, this kind of like voice, this kind of meaning. Mm-hmm. Then it's. Uh, and now, can you tell listeners who are actually not watching? You keep pointing to the mouth here. They probably don't know what oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. That's very important. Yeah. Mm. You can rely on your on your nose, mm-hmm. your mouth, your tongue, and your throat, and your body. You can rely on your body. Mm-hmm. I always use the word when I'm when I'm like writing. Um, to try to describe the kind of classes that we do, to describe the way that we drink tea is 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 body based mm-hmm. tea appreciation. Not thinking about things, not thinking about at least that's our goal. You know, it's yeah. not always perfect, but the goal is to come back, and that's what charcoal roasted tea first did for me. Is is uh, when I tasted our teacher's charcoal dongding for the first time, Shion said, "Can you feel it in your throat?" Mm-hmm. And that opened this concept to me of using your lived experience 
to communicate with tea, not not like once you say this tastes like chocolate, what you're right. really doing is 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 putting it in a little box, mm-hmm. right? Um, right. So it's, it's not chocolate. It's tea. It is. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it, and and, it, and it's it's more. It's much more than chocolate. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Although there's colors in there that that mimic the colors of chocolate, right? Mm-hmm. That is to say that that's our job, right? That's what I'm doing when I'm roasting tea. So when I when I when I feel like, okay, I don't know if this is ready or not. There's like that anxiety, mm-hmm. but there's also this uh, uh, path for me to walk on. Of like, okay, I can always come back to my mouth, my nose, my throat, the rest of my body, and see yeah. what's happening. Yeah, cool. It really is like a, such an amazing mirror of brewing tea. It is. I mean, working, working with tea way. in any way is like that. Yeah. Because you're working with something that, that um, you know, is a very different kind of organism. Mm-hmm. But it likes us. It seems to like us. You <laughs> Most know? of the time. Yeah. But it's not afraid to to punish you. Yeah. Like I, I found in my in the session that we where I brewed where it was like you know it was like you know I see you yeah and then you know it shows then you show everyone what it what the tea sees which is and that moment you know wasn't necessarily what I wanted people to see you know you're kind of hoping to hide that but you really can't can't hide yeah you can't hide from tea yeah yeah (laughs) yeah which is why it's kind of like it's like with when you forget because sometimes you forget that you have a body sometimes I forget that I just have this mouth and nose and tongue mm-hmm. to experience it and i'm just thinking you know yeah i'm just solely thinking i put it in my mouth and i'm immediately okay this is good blah, 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 or this yeah. is bad blah, 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 blah. yeah you know it goes on this track because i start to tell yourself a story mm-hmm. you know um so without that it's quite nerve-wracking to offer something into the world right, right. you're like you're like i hope this is good <laughs> yeah yeah. I hope that you like it. Yeah. I hope that it's right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when when you come back here, so it's like a yeah, it's a really interesting kind of uh, fulfilling kind of uh, job to have. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's definitely. I feel that like that for me has been something I've been working on kind of ever since I brewed for you guys was that like trying to shift my mindset from to for, away from like I really hope this is good. Like I really hope like this all goes well and trying to just be more like you know here is here it is let's see how it goes mm. you know like let's see what i've managed to like do it's like you <laughs> give the tea it's like you give the tea the space and the respect to do whatever it's going to do yeah right yeah cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i think we should just call it like that. I don't want to brew a poorly roasted one for you today. I oh, think we'll, all right. I think we'll leave it like this. Okay. I am yeah. curious about that, though. I do want to drink one of those. Cool. We'll do it another time. All right. <laughs> I actually think that I left them in my grandparents' house. Now oh, that I think okay. About it. <laughs> well, that settles that. <laughs> it's in my grandma's basement. Darn. Yeah. Your grandma might drink it all up. I don't think so. <laughs> See you next time. See you next time. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>